This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, y'all, welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today, and I'm really excited about the topics that I'm going to cover over the course of the next four episodes. I've been doing a lot of interviews on other people's podcasts lately, and I got to thinking that I've not shared my story here in a long time, the one about how I got healthy 12 years ago, but also I want to add in who I've become in the past few years, because the thing is, is we have all become the next version of ourselves in the past few years. We do this every day, every week, every month, every year, and the past few years have been kind of extraordinary. So I just thought I'd take this moment and take you behind the scenes. You ready? All right, here we go. So some of you may have heard my story, my seven cups of coffee on my desk story, but this happened about... 12 years ago, trying to think of my kids' ages, right now I have three teenagers. They are 13, 16, and 18. It's kind of incredible. But on this day, 12 years ago, I was sitting at my desk, which was in an office, not at home. I had grown and scaled a graphic design company, and I had three little kids who were under the age of five, and I kind of had checked off all my boxes. I didn't even know that I would have this company, but that felt like a dream come true. I had always wanted three kids. I had them. I loved them. They were just gorgeous and yummy and everything I could have dreamed of. I married the man I met in high school, who I'm still married to, and I just felt like I had the most dreamy life. We owned an apartment. Like All the boxes were checked. And on this particular day, I was feeling really tired, really just not only tired, but just exhausted to my bones. And I wasn't happy about all these boxes that I felt I should be happy about. I wasn't thinking all these thoughts so consciously, but looking back, I can say that. But what happened on this day was that it was about 3 p.m., and in general, I would, you know, end my day before five. So maybe four, four thirty, I would go home and I would switch over from being the working woman to being the mama of three little kids. And I would make dinner and play with them and do all the things that a mother does. 
And I remember just staring across my desk and looking at this stack of seven coffee cups and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, first of all, how have I gotten anything done today if I've been to Starbucks seven times? And second of all, like I thought that caffeine was supposed to make me have energy and I have literally never been so tired in my whole life. And in that moment, I just really felt like, wow, something has to change. And it was a very definitive something has to change. There was nothing wobbly about it. It was like I knew that that day, that moment, staring at those cups of coffee, like I had to literally draw a line in the sand and do something different. Mind you, I had no idea what that was. But I did quickly figure that out. So one thing kind of led to another. I don't know if it was that afternoon or that evening or the next day, but at some point I was like, okay, what's what what can I see? What can I see right now with what I know that feels out of alignment? Because certainly all the boxes felt like they shouldn't feel out of alignment. And the one thing that I could see was I had gained a lot of weight over the course of three pregnancies and nursing three kids and just living the life that we lived. And so I was like, all right, if I can get my health back, then maybe that would would help. So that was where this whole thing that has become plan simple came from. It came from that moment in those coffee cups. And I'm going to go deeper into this story in the next episodes. Okay. But I just needed to tell you that piece. This was the day. And that led me to doing all sorts of work and going from, you know, not cooking to making healthy food. It was a gradual process. And again, I'll tell you more about it, but somehow that led to me writing a book about meal planning that became a bestseller. And I wrote the book because I had really figured out how to make healthy breakfast, lunches, and dinners with three kids under five, all while also taking pretty impeccable care of myself. So you can tell I did a little jump because on that day with the coffee cups, I was not taking care of myself. And so it's really important to know that really neither healthy food nor a loving relationship with my body. Like none of these had ever been part of my wheelhouse. All right. So I just want you to know that. But this idea of like making a big change and that leading to writing a best-selling book, I'm going to get into the details in the next episode, but I just want you to see this, this pathway. Okay. And what happened was I, I became really a hundred percent sure in my mind, which is really what's important if you're trying to take action, that what we eat makes a big difference to our health. And also eventually I figured out to our planet. And I also at the same time was really sensitive and really aware that the same benefits, like the same things got really reversed within my own thinking and actions when I basically what I call channel June Cleaver to make them happen. And this is that energy of like, well, I'm a woman, I'm a mom, I'm supposed to know how to cook and be home and feed the kids and do everything well. And in that model with that energy of I'm supposed to do this, but actually there's these other things I really want to do, which was the place I was in on that day of the cups of coffee. It really does these things, these, they become these endless 
just burdensome items on our to-do lists. And so I'm going to I'm going to talk a little bit about to-do lists later. I also want to quickly invite you that we have just launched a brand new course that is free from overwhelm to ease. And you can go grab that over at the plansimple.com website. All right. So I go really deep into this idea of how to make to-do lists not overwhelming, but I really just wanted you here to understand how these notions, these, this conditioning that we have of who we're supposed to be as a woman really can get in the way of how we show up. So Channeling June Cleaver is one of the ways. <laughs> and I was not going to channel June Cleaver and I was not channeling June Cleaver in this moment. So I wrote this book. I made this first. I made this change to my food. Then I wrote this book. These, this was not, by the way, one day and then the next day. This was a couple years. And then after the book became a bestseller, I decided to take my three kids who at the time at this point were in second fifth and seventh grade. So I'm going to get the ages wrong if I say those out loud, but those were the grades they were in. And I decided to take them out of school for a year and go on a book tour. I know it sounds crazy. And at this point, the oldest was 11. So I guess that's old, how old he was. I'm just remembering how old you are in seventh grade. And I had the honor. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I had the honor of meeting thousands of moms across the country. And I kept seeing that the obstacles that they were running into had a lot less to do with the food and a lot more to do with time. And so literally I would meet people who knew more about kale and green smoothies than I did as I was going across the road. And yet they were still feeling really tortured over the fact that they couldn't sit down with their families and they couldn't figure out how to make dinner and they grocery shopping was stressful and just all the things, right? Like, all the things that, again, June Cleaver made seem really easy, but are actually really hard when we're working and volunteering at school and also wanting to be in relationship with our spouses and wanting to have friends and take care of ourselves. Just all the different pieces. It's not as simple as it was made in that 50s television show, right? And so I really became clear that it wasn't so much the food. I mean, obviously we have, you know, if you're wanting to eat healthy and, um, for me, a really important piece of my puzzle was, was learning about the food and learning to cook. And I, I needed to do that. But the real magic I realized that this, I was starting to realize about what I had done was really about time. And at this point I had proven it to myself three separate times. So I had basically started to interact with time very differently after that day with the seven coffee cups. And I had interacted with time in a way that really motivated me. And that is what created this, this period of really being able to take good care of myself, and then pass that on to my kids and then write this book, you all I am dyslexic. So writing a book was just not in my wheelhouse. It was probably one of the hardest things that I could do. And I used the same process of planning and time um, that had sort of come very naturally out of when I changed my food. And so I realized I had used that again. And then I had used it again to take my three kids out of school for a year, which was another thing that felt or seemed really impossible to a lot of people around me and actually felt pretty easy in the moment to me. Like there was a lot of logistics, don't get me wrong. And there was a lot of stressful days. Um, but this process that was 
you know, really being created through these three big moves in my life, um, was really coming to light. So I started working with women to help them find the time. And at the same time, I started to get really clear and about how I pulled off these goals and how I did so with ease. And it was really through these three big life changes that the flow planning method was created and tested in three different scenarios. And one little side note that I just want to share is that I think a lot of times when I say this and I make it so simple, I get, you know, well, there's so many other things happening. There's, there's this and this and this and this. And yes, that is true. And that was also true in my life. So I just want to say that. And the other magical thing that happened is when I was really focused on these big changes and using this, you know, method that was evolving out of these situations, other things were really happening that were really cool while I was changing my food. So I decluttered our house. It was really at that time, the kids clothing and and clothing and toys that I was dealing with other things. I've dealt with other things since, but I had been wanting to do that for so long and it just happened. I created way more purposeful self-care for me that really led to me going to yoga and meditation and journaling practices. A lot of the things that I tend to talk a lot about around here, I totally simplified our schedules, which is not what everyone wants to hear at the beginning. I know, but here's the thing about simplifying my schedule that I didn't, I kind of did it out of necessity (laughs) to be able to follow through on some of these bigger things. But what it did in the long haul was it really made my kids okay with being bored. And I, I saw the payoff of that really quickly. I got, I started to get a lot more work done in a lot less time. And it was during that time that I started studying and it was really the beginning of me becoming a coach while still running a design firm and having three kids and changing my food and all the other things we've talked about. So here's why I'm telling you all this, not so that you can feel bad about anything that is happening or not happening in your life or anything. Like, I don't want this to create any of that for you. The reason I'm telling you this is because it brings up really what's, um, what I need you to understand to keep going, to want to take that course, to want to keep listening to this series. And that is this, I essentially added things to my life. I want to say that again. I added things to my life. And I want to tell you at the moment of the coffee cups, there was like no space. I couldn't, I like, I was feeling so just all encompassed by life. There was no room for more. All I wanted to do was go hide under my bed and sleep all day. I did not want to add anything into what I thought was already complicated. So I just really, really want you to hear that piece. I added things because a lot of times when I start talking about planning and self-care, I just, I, I know, I see the eyes of like, yeah, but like, I can't do that. Like I'm already maxed out. How can I add in planning? And so when I'm talking about adding in things, I added in things like planning and making food that really served me and intentionally working on our lifestyle and improving my mindset. All of these things took time. And here's the clincher. As I did this, as I stepped into this work, and it wasn't like I had to finish it all. I didn't have to have a perfect mindset. I didn't have to have my whole life plan on paper. 
Um, I didn't have to eat perfectly. I was just getting a little bit better every day. And I finally started to feel like I had more time by adding things. And I know that this does not make any sense logically. I get that. But here's the thing. By intentionally making space in my mind, home, and body, I got access to the most important time-bending tool that you and I both have as women. We all, well, really everyone, men have this too, but as women, wives, mothers, entrepreneurs, humans, I got access to my intuition, which I literally could not hear the day before my coffee cup moment because there was too much noise and I couldn't hear the quiet nudges that had been there for years to tell me that like something had to give. It was time to get healthier. It was time to learn these tools. I couldn't have heard them. Now, looking back in hindsight, I can see places where these things popped up and I just couldn't see them. And that was my intuition, you know, really trying to give me these little nudges. And in my case, it was this moment of this huge sort of push where I literally didn't think I could take another day of how life was that I could hear my intuition. And as I did all this work of adding these things in, I got more and more and more and more of that. Sometimes I tell people that when I change my food, and I'm going to tell you more about some of the things that happened um, as a result of doing that in, in the next episodes. But one of the things that I tell people all the time is it felt like 10 years of therapy in a week. Like it was really unbelievable how this just weight, this sadness, this overwhelm got lifted when I changed my food. And a lot of that was that I was just hearing my wiser voice, which is our intuition. Okay. So here's the thing out of my own struggle and the struggles of all the health seeking mamas that I was encountering, that's when this new system was born. And today I call it the flow planning method. And I like to think of it as a thoughtful system for goal setting and really goal, let's call it goal getting, because it's, it's one thing to plan and set goals. And it's another thing to really follow through and stay the course and see this as a practice and a process. And that's what the flow planning method is really about. And it really taps into a woman's relationship with time and intuition. And our really basic desire for balance that we have as humans. So we're living in a very unbalanced world, but we we can bring balance back into it. And I really believe that planning is such a good tool for this. Okay. So by learning to center myself, by learning to make a plan, and follow through on that plan, I finally started to feel a sense of ease. And this is a sense of ease that I, I had never felt. I I literally didn't even know it was possible. Balance, ease, overwhelm. I will talk in the next episode about how these words are actually their feelings, right? They're things we want, but they're, they're feelings. And so is overwhelm. And you and I, could have three to-dos on our list, which I know we don't, we have like a hundred, but we could have three and we could still feel overwhelmed. 
And we could have 50 things on our list, which is probably closer to the number that most of us have. And we can feel ease and balance. And one of the reasons behind this and one of the basis of the flow planning method is that ease and balance are not judged by time. It is how we have judged them. You know, the balancing of of our our work-life balance or motherhood work balance, many of us assume that if we're working an eight-hour day, then we must have to find eight hours to be a mother for to be doing our job well. And I really, really, really don't think this is the case. And this is the most important piece of the flow planning method. Because we really have to start assessing what we do each day by the value of our time spent. So this doesn't mean we're going to change everything over overnight at all, because there are things that we have that we have to do. So for example, you might not be in your dream career yet or in your dream job. So the value of the time you spend at work actually could be low, you're still going to go because the value of having money to put food on the table and all that is high for you. So you're still going to do those things, but you can add things to your day that balance out that time at work that don't take the same amount of time. So I like to think about this more like balance. Like we're always thinking of balance, time balance in, in, in like timelines, right? So like equal bits of time. But if you bring up in your mind the vision of that old fashioned scale, right? Where it's like you're balancing in order to find balance, the two things on either side of the scale have to basically weigh the same for it to be in balance. And so if you think of the two things being on the scale, like some of the things in our life are like, let's just, I'm just going to say that I like, you know, plastic is probably like a low value way to make something, whereas, you know, glass or real stone is, is more value. So you might have this huge ball of plastic. And let's say that represents work or, or something that's just happening, you know, it, it could even represent different pieces of motherhood that like you're doing because you need to right now. But so you have this big plastic ball on one side of the scale. And then you put this little teeny gold nugget And gold weighs more than plastic, so you just need a little bit, and it brings the scale into balance. And so I want you to think not about adding the same amount of time to balance your life, but adding these gold nuggets, these little things that will bring your life into balance. So for example, five minutes of meditation can create a whole different set of eight hours at work. Um... A walk around the block can get you centered and clear if you're having um, trouble with a kid in a moment and you just feel like you're going to explode, right? So it's these little gold nuggets that start to really bring us into balance because they are literally bringing our emotions into balance. Does this make sense? So I want you to start to just think and consider these, these things and we'll be going We're going to keep going with this idea of measuring time on the next episode, and I'll give you some more examples, and I'm also going to take you more behind the scenes of my own life and how I put this into practice. And before we end, though, for this episode, what I want to do is I want to give you a little mini challenge. I want you to think about what is one 10-minute gold nugget 
that you could add to your day that would just make you feel good. It would make you feel joy. It would make you feel ease. And trust that first thing that just popped into your head. That's your intuition. All right. Remember we talked about intuition. What was that first thing that just popped in? Really trust what that is and write it down somewhere. If you overthink this, you're going to get more into that, you know, time metaphor and your old conditioning. So really, what was that first thing that popped into your head? Write it down somewhere. And later today, or right now, if you're, you know, not driving or out walking, I want you just to open your calendar and I want you to put in that little 10 minute thing. And I want you just to see what it's like to make space and time for this little thing that has the opportunity of bringing you into more balance. All right. How does that sound? That is your assignment. And I will see you on the next episode where we are going to keep going in to this concept. We're going to keep carrying it through for the next four episodes so that you can really see how you can change your perception of time. I'll give you lots of snippets about how I have changed my perception of time and it's going to be so good. All right. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.